Hey, how's it going, everybody out there in Wonderland? The land. Yes. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talking Trends for Thursday, July 26th. Noise. Is that right? Well done. Am I good like that? I think you're right. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode. We do appreciate your time and efforts every time you tune in. Uh, myself and Tony find interesting news articles from across the globe, and we bring them to the comforts of your home or wherever you may be listening to this. And again, we thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is your first time uh, tuning in, unlike a lot of podcasts, we do this live. So everybody in the chat right now. We like to hear your you. opinions and comments on the stories that we're going to be covering. Yeah. And you may be wondering what those stories are. What are they? Oh, man. We got a doozy for you today. <laughs> ah. uh, CVS, another uh, pharmacy back in the news. Here we go. Um, one of the pharmacists denied a transgender female um, her medication. Oh, that's not good. No. Yeah. They just came off a bad one. Uh, it was Walgreens. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, here yeah. we go. Uh, and I, I was laughing yesterday. As, <laughs> as, yeah, you didn't like. A, as soon as I saw the, the grin in your face, I was like, "What are you? <laughs> what are you laughing about?" Anyway, uh, Headley uh, frontman uh, Jacob, yeah, uh, has now been charged, not accused, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's formal charge now. Yeah, we with, got uh, three accounts of uh, sexual offenses. Yep. Finally, the charges have come down. The hammer is yes. coming down, baby. Uh, up next, mm. uh, you're in my effing province. Oh, yeah. This is quite the story. Yeah. yeah. Coming from a place I just was, yeah. <laughs> uh, happening in Toronto, yeah. um, one man dressed like Guy <laughs> Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri. What's his name? Fieri? Yeah, Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fieri. Um, w- approached a, a Muslim family. Yep. And just started insulting them. I have the video for it and, of course, the story to follow up. Nice. And finally, hmm. which of your favorite <laughs> athletes are rich or broke after their illustrious sports career? Interesting. Interesting article. Yeah. Some of them were uh, pretty obvious, but you wouldn't believe the amount of money some of these people made and lost. That's the most shocking part to me, man. Dude, I know. It's I, incredible. I've, I've watched a couple... Uh, what is the ESPN like 40 for 40 or 30 yeah, for 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've watched a couple of those, man. Yeah. They're very heart wrenching <laughs> just to know what people blow through. And it's just yeah. like, I, I can't fathom doing it's that. So much money, man. It's so much money. Insane. Yeah. So um, uh, quickly, we uh, appreciate everybody who has been subscribing to our YouTube channel and yeah. our, uh, iTunes uh, stream and feed. So if you want to do that, well, we encourage you yeah. to do so. Find us on iTunes and Google Play. Just type in uh, Talking Trends Audio Podcast. That's Talking Trends Audio Podcast. And of course, on YouTube, uh, Talking Trends. It should come up. We might be like the third or fourth one down. But uh, find us. Hit, hit us up. Yeah, yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Do it. Do Much it. appreciated. And of course, before we get today's show started, we'd like to wish everybody a happy birthday out there uh, more life to you your friends or your family anybody that you know celebrating birthday yeah. uh, we at Talking Trends like to send that out to you shouts out uh, of course we want to shout out and send birthdays to uh, our celebrity friends and today celebrating a birthday would be Sandra Bullock 54 
Hmm. Yeah, she's up there. Yeah, she's still looking good, right? Uh, happy birthday to Jason Statham, the man, fifty-one years old. Happy birthday to Mick Jagger, the man who never dies, seventy-five <laughs> years old. <laughs> He'll be touring like in his nineties. I guarantee it. Him and Ozzy Osbourne, man, dude, and Keith Richards, like they just they don't die. I don't get it. Period. Out of all the drugs that they probably have put in their veins. If you took the drugs out of their veins, they would They die. probably would die. You got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I really want to wish this person a yeah, happy boy. birthday. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey's celebrating. Yeah, well, he's celebrating in a bunker somewhere, 59 years old. Yes. He hasn't been seen. No. And uh, finally, happy birthday to uh, Joe Jackson. Yeah, the man uh, passed away recently, but it would have been his birthday today. Yes. So. All right. Batters up, ladies and gentlemen. This Get is an interesting it. story coming from uh, CVS Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. So it goes a little something like this. Uh, CVS fires pharmacists who denied hormone prescriptions to a jans transgender woman. Mm -hmm. uh, CVS has fired a pharmacist who recently refused to fill the prescription of a transgender woman seeking hormone medication and has since apologized huh. of, uh, after the incident. Okay. Right. Miss um, Hall, a transgender woman, uh, detailed her account with the pharmacist. She claims that the pharmacist loudly questioned her in front of other customers and rejected oh, her boy. and her doctor's request to transfer the prescription to another location. Huh. So the story goes hmm. uh, on April 24th, uh, went from straight from her doctor's office to the pharmacy, uh, prescription in hand, mm -hmm. uh, marked her first round of hormone therapy. Uh, I left my doctor's office, elated, she wrote in a blog post, I was finally going to start seeing my body reflect the gender identity and the woman I've always known myself to be. But when she gave her prescription to the pharmacist, he denied her the medication without giving a reason, she wrote. Here we go. You're right. Jeez. He just kept asking out loud in front of other CVS staff and customers why I was given the prescriptions, Hall wrote. Uh, I felt like the pharmacist was trying to out me as a transgender in front of strangers. Right, right. Hall said the pharmacist wouldn't return the prescription note as well. So oh, she was shit. unable to take it to wow. another pharmacy. Like, who is this guy? Wow. Or this I'm assuming, I don't know if it's a guy or a woman. Um, I left the store feeling mortified, mm. as I think a lot of people would, even yeah. if it was, it could be any medication, because it's, it's supposed to be a private man manner. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sorry, matter. Uh, after she called the, her doctor's office to explain what happened, the office contacted the pharmacist, who continued to refuse to fill the prescription or explain why. Wow. Ultimately, the local uh, Walgreens... Nice. Filled the prescription without question. Shouts out. Right? Um, and Hall decided to transfer all of her uh, continuing prescriptions to that Walgreens. Again, this news of the encounter comes weeks after another woman, that, which we covered on this show, yeah, right. was denied her miscarriage medication yeah. at a Walgreens. <laughs> It's so weird. I, wow. It, it's, it's, it, I, uh, they just get to choose whoever they want to yeah, fill subscriptions for. It's basically. Good. Yeah, nice. Um, so I think uh, both ac pharmacist actions were justified under this crazy Arizona law. Oh, is this that law from before? Oh, this is God. An, yes, there we go. Right? So Arizona is one of the six states that allows pharmacists and pharma, uh, pharmacies and pharmacists to yeah. refuse to fill prescription on this, religious yeah. or moral grounds. Right. Anyways, CVS, however, fired its employee and apologized to Hall on uh, on Friday, last Friday. Ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it, it's crazy in this situation where I mean, a part of a pharmacist's job, I believe, mm, is a little discretion. Uh, major part. 
You would That's think. That's a major part for you sure. You think a little privacy. Absolutely. Why do they have those little cubicles or you can you <laughs> actually can go into a little room now in, right. in some pharmacies and discuss oh, whatever prescription or medication you're, you're getting. A little more privacy. Yeah, totally. Right? So tons of people need the privacy for, for their prescriptions mm-hmm. and this person was clearly a, a jerk. Mm. Well, it's that law. That Arizona law allows them to implement basically their own personal beliefs. Basically. Whether they feel like filling a, a, a prescription or not which is ludicrous yeah i mean if anything in the medical field you're supposed to be unbiased yeah right not it's all based on science and fact it's not based on your opinion your religious but nothing at all yeah so and it seems like in arizona well there's there's a a, a crack in this system here well, where they can just implement their own beliefs in the system and and to patients for medical purposes. Exactly. It's ludicrous. And I find it interesting where you can disagree, disagree all you want about yep. someone's beliefs or life's choices. But if your employer asks you to serve someone and you don't, yep. you're not doing, doing your job. And that's literally all your job is, is to fill prescriptions. And yeah, uh, that's your job description. Yeah. That is, is your job description. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on top of it, this person, this uh, pharmacist kept the, the kept the prescription. N- c- yeah. Kept wouldn't the, give it back. Yes. Unbelievable! What? Wouldn't even give her the option. Are you kidding to, to me? To take it to another uh, pharmacy. That's absolutely crazy. That's I like the fact that the Walgreens stepped up. Me too. I like it. Well, I mean, they knew they messed up the other week, so yeah. But so weird. The other week they wouldn't. Do- <laughs> what guys? Make up your mind. You guys just play it back and forth. Is that? Yeah. Trying to help out a little bit. You know, they, now they got to get their rep back up because the CVS. Is, I don't know, man. It's a back and forth situation there. It's kind of like if uh, someone, uh, if you believe that alcohol is sinful, but you worked at a liquor store. No, I don't believe well, you should have this bottle of alcohol today. Yeah, yeah you're, no, good. Good. you're good. Get you're good here. today. You're good yeah. today. It's like your own personal soapbox. Yeah. Come on, yeah, guys. It's... Come on. Arizona, get it together, man. Yeah, you're messing it up. Yeah, you're really messing it up. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, it's a good thing she got it filled. Yeah, so that's I, a good thing. Ultimately, it's just, yeah. I just can't imagine the embarrassment or, I, I mean, just, yeah, like she said, she was mortified and, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a private matter. Uh, and it's, yeah. it, and it, it and getting, I'm assuming though those medications, you're transitioning into. I mean, that's a huge step in your life. Well, difficult enough as it is, right? Without having someone to ridicule you, exactly in front of the public. Yes, that's not right. No, it's not right. It's a difficult thing to already have to try to accept. Yes, you know? and, and another thing that's uh, going to be difficult for a lot of people people to now accept <laughs> would be accepting. Hey, Jacob, you got to Hager. accept Haggard. You committed uh, Hogard. Hog, I don't H- care. Hoggard. Hoggard. <laughs> who cares? I don't know. Whatever. Jacob, who cares? Jacob. Uh, everybody's just going to have to accept that this man is a pervert. Uh, he is an officially uh, been charged <laughs> yes. as a pervert. Uh, the recent release of a uh, stark mugshot, as you see here on your screen, featuring the rock star Jacob Hoggard. Uh, has raised questions about how Toronto Police decided when and why to make public such an image. Uh, upon its release on Monday, many observers took to social media to wonder why a photo of Headley frontman charged with three sexual offenses involving two females was so readily available when the image of the accused 
Serial killer Bruce MacArthur was not. So they were ready to put this. It's good. It's good story, people. It's good media. Come mm-hmm. on. It's good. It's good buzz. Uh, anyways, a result of. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there was uh, included somebody. Uh, what am I doing here? Oh, sorry. I'm not sure as a result. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not tell you. I'm so lost right now. Okay. So as we know, uh, Har- uh, Jacob. Yes. Yeah, so let's just call him Jacob. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying Hoggard anymore. No. He was. Uh, disgusting. Yeah. Very disgusting. Yeah. So he's up on uh, multiple charges here, of course. Uh, uh, issued a photo along with a press release Monday saying that the former Canadian Idol contestant was charged with sexual interference and two counts mm. of sexual assault involving a woman and a girl. Uh, so this is not good. Uh, right now, they're, of course, going through the process. So the charge is the first part. That's what they're doing now. And then they'll go on to the trial. So these are serious offenses, yeah. uh, especially the one against the girl. This is underage. Yeah. So it's a whole different level of, of you know, offense. Just disgustingness here, as a human Totally, because there's, no con- there's no consensual yeah. From these, from that side, obviously, because it's underage. Yeah. Um, but the two counts of sexual assault, those are the big ones here. Sexual interference, that's one thing. Yeah. But the sexual assault right. is a whole different ballgame. Uh, so, yeah, he will be going to trial. He's officially been charged, and he is definitely going to go to trial and see what happens. So, as we already reported, this thing came down the line, what was it, last year? No, earlier this year. Yeah. Of course, him being involved with underage girls at, you know backstage the whole thing trying to get Offering, them to come drink with them yes. the whole thing and of course after that everything fell apart the tour yep. the management agents everybody was gone yeah um the label dropped them it was all over yes um very too sweet yeah, very quickly <laughs> and actually right on the tail of end of of course multiple other sexual yes it, it was know. it almost i won't say in the height of the me too uh movement but there was definitely uh a yeah. peak uh for it. I mean, it, it seems Most a little definitely. bit more quiet now. It's in the valley uh, transition. But again, with yes. the Me Too movement, it, it could go up and down. And uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. I think when we first started doing the show, it was at the height. We had a lot of news, right? It was, <laughs> you could, it was like every day there was a different story. It about was someone great. Else. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was, for media, it was great. Yes. Um, so Jacob will be appearing to court uh, in court today. Oh, to see what's going on. So we'll probably have a follow up on this probably tomorrow. Great. Uh, to he'll put in his plea, whether he pleads guilty or not guilty. Mm-hmm. I will assume not guilty will be the plea. Uh, but you know, as directed by his lawyers, I'm sure. Um, you know, and, we, he, you know what? Just yeah. be a man. Be a man, Hogan, what? and just say, <laughs> just, just admit it. Just, <clears throat> just save everybody some time. Some yeah, money, I, save your family the and your friends some embarrassment. Get I, the help that you goddamn need, my friend. He was he needs to get his, he needs to get off the radar. Like a lot of these people. Well, I think he was for a bit, and then this came up pretty much. He did, and then this popped up, of course. But yeah. now, I mean, you know, it was going to come full circle. For now sure. he's got to go to court. He's got to face it. The charges we didn't know whether the charges were going to be you know ten different charges. One. Well, that's what a lot of people, uh, even on our YouTube channel, there's a couple comments where we first started covering the story. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Oh, like how dare you judge him? Like he's innocent until proven guilty." Yeah. It's like, well, all those accusations have now turned into this yeah this is now i mean they don't they don't put forward uh put forward a charge unless they have proof yes evidence so uh which they have now obviously is they have enough to actually go and actually charge him officially you don't charge someone officially unless you have all that right which they obviously do now and that's three different you know situations here yes. so that's no joke you ain't getting away from all three buddy and i hope i'm sorry that the people involved show up to their cases and i mean if he is gonna plead not guilty or what have you i mean keep showing up and and you got to make an example of these people that uh, do these ridiculous things and uh, they think they can get away with it. Yeah, and I think here's the sad part. I think when he does go to court, you're going to have so many fans I outside the courtroom <laughs> that are going to be supporting this idiot 
Uh, and you're gonna, I guarantee you, a lot of them are gonna be underage girls yeah. that are fans of this, the band, right? And they're gonna be their support, which is crazy. Like, guys, this is real. Yes. This is not just a joke anymore, well, ladies out there. This is a real deal. Guys, too. I'm sure there's going to be a couple guys. Oh, so, I'm sure. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you see it. There, there's famous serial killers who who, yeah. who people just gravitate towards, send them uh, fan mail, even want to uh, can, can picture themselves getting married to these individuals. And, very I mean, true. it's and it has happened. So, yeah. True story. I, I don't get it, but. Yeah, no, it's a true story. But, anyway, he'll go and he'll actually face these charges and uh, we'll do a follow-up. You know, I like follow-ups. Yeah. Especially on this guy. Yeah. I'll follow you. him for a little while. <laughs> I got it in for him. I'm coming to get you. You have your list at home, and you're just like I you look know. at it every day, like Jacob. I'm I got one of those you. serial killer charts. Yeah, you know, with the lines and all exactly. That stuff. I don't know. It's pretty serious. Well, thing, yeah, with so. the yarn and everything. Yeah, yeah, with the yarn, different color yarn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Tony's, anyway. Tony's on the case. I don't, yeah, I'm on there. Yeah. I'll get the. I'll get down to justice right now. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's that time, my friend. It is that time. Halfway through the show. And sorry about being late today. That's my fault completely. And I'm sure, uh, you know, it will not, I'll try not to let it happen again. It's good, though. But you know what? That, that, it takes a big step that that jacob won't do he at least you're admitting to a mistake and that's how you <laughs> get crimes that, that's how you get better in life you have to admit right? to mistake and then that's when you know okay this is what i have to work on to be yeah. better for next time there you go see, see? you and gotta you gotta step one admitting sometimes you, you're wrong i mean i'm wrong every goddamn day every day all the time <laughs> thank you for confirming <laughs> that's what friends are for yeah <laughs> speaking of friends uh thank you guys for joining us today brandon the world traveler blaze man where are you today i don't even know this guy if you follow his facebook is incredible yeah he's all over the world uh, uh, julie's in the house uh, of course she always likes to join us megan's in the house joe's in the house and i think i had a few more but i, I had to redo my thing so. oh my goodness. anyways all of you i'm sorry Thank you, guys. but thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. We really do appreciate. I your got time. into I got into uh, watching uh, listening to our own podcast on actual the actual podcast. Oh, <laughs> how uh, narcissistic of you, my friend! No, I didn't realize. I, I was like, oh, you're shit, like, who are these? On who are these guys? I didn't realize I had the app. Okay, and I was like, this sounds pretty. The sound quality is really good. I was very impressed with that you're, sound quality. You're welcome. Yeah, very well done. Yeah, Chief. and you're like five stars. <laughs> well, you know, I gave us four and a half. You know, I don't want to go. Full five. Feel free to give the five star rating if you see us on the iTunes. Again, that's the Talking Talking Trends audio podcast. There you go on iTunes. And we're I just noticed a Buddha behind us. Yeah. <laughs> Was he there yesterday? Was no, Buddha? I just I brought him in today. All right, good move, man. Yeah, I mean the dog is still here. Okay, red dog. The red dog. Yeah. But I feel like the Buddha. The Buddha's nice. It, it, yeah, it kind of fits the, the the vibe of the room. Right between the two NFL helmets, very nice. Yeah, touch. it's good. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> Little piece for. Is that disrespectful to Buddha? No. I don't know. All right, we're good. Buddha knows that I mean no ill intent. Down with Buddha. Right. right. Um, what I'm not down with. What are you is, down uh, with? I'm not down with a lot of racism. No. But I mean, it seems like we are on this show. The amount of times we cover it, but we're not down with it. We're not down with it. We're bringing awareness to yes, it. Yes, exactly. There's a difference. Uh, in this case, ah, man, coming from Canada. Man, this was a brutal video, this, bro. This hurts my soul. Yeah, it was hard. So it goes like this. It's my effing province. Man yells at Muslim family near Toronto Ferry Terminal. Uh, when Hassan Ahmad decided to visit Toronto for the first time, man, what a, what a great experience for your first time in Toronto. <laughs> right. uh, first time with his wife and two children from uh, Saskatoon. Yeah. The last thing he says he expected to see was a man yelling racist insults at a Muslim family. 
Way to go. Yeah. Ahmed shot a video of a man uh, berating and shoving a group of people at the Jack Layton ferry terminal. Uh, the video has gone viral with over 350,000 views on Facebook. Ahmed was waiting with his family to buy tickets to the center island that afternoon when he saw a commotion near the ticket booth. He says a blonde man wearing a Hawaiian shirt started following a family and shouting insults. Yeah. Uh, he was swearing, pushing people and telling this family to get out of the province. He said, uh, Amos said that he could call police immediately and waited more than 20 minutes for officers to arrive. Uh, Toronto police say they responded to the calls about an assault at the terminal around 6 30 PM on Monday, but no yeah. arrests of course were made. No. Uh, oddly enough. Wow. <laughs> in that time he pulled out his phone and started filming the incident it was uh racist he said i think he was going to hit the family and i was honestly worried uh, the four minute long video shows a blonde man confronting a young younger bearded man and getting into a heated exchange the situation escalated to verbal and physical threats between the two men the man repeatedly screams ex expletives towards the family mm -hmm. i don't give a f uh you don't tell me what to do in my province he yeah. said uh you don't ask me an effing question it's my effing province yeah, uh, the beard is Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand this ownership of 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 countries and provinces and states. Like, did you and your family discover Ontario, my friend? Yeah, or, he didn't discover anything. Or USA? Like, I don't know. No. Anyway, so the bearded man, of course, responds saying he was born in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Which is usually the like the the, yeah. the response for a lot of these. It's like, oh, get out of my effing country. It's just like, dude, I was born here too. Yeah, dude, I live next to you. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see you go. We see each other yeah. at the convenience we went to school store. together. Yeah, bro. what the hell? What are you talking about? Yeah, get out of here. Um, so anyway, Ahmed says he witnessed the whole incident. Really shook up his family. My daughter's nine years old, and my son is twelve years old. Uh, we're Muslim too. My wife and daughter were wear a hijab uh, as well as they were so scared. I mean, that's that's another thing. It's like to do that in 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 front of uh, adults. Yeah. But then to do that in front of children and just kind of continue to to act like an idiot and and, and not catch yourself. Yeah, and go about your day is is another thing in front of kids. And he like, was quite drunk, apparently. From what I understand, I think yeah. they even said that maybe in the in video, the video. Yeah, we'll we'll play the video for a second for yeah. you. I mean, it is four minutes, but we'll we'll play it for like thirty seconds. There is some language in there, so yeah. There's a couple swears. So if you got any kids around, uh, I mean, if they're cool with the swears, I mean, this this video is of course for them. You shouldn't be watching this show. If you're yeah, not cool with the swears. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so yeah. I keep I kind of. Uh, cut the the curses down for this for this story i've been uh, censoring myself yeah i'll make uh, it up for you yeah <laughs> okay fair enough uh so in the eight years uh ahmed lived in canada he says it's the first time his family has ever experienced uh, any sort of confrontation of, wow. of the sort uh but he says the incident allowed him to have an important conversation with his children i mean i, I think it would be very hard pressed for any individual who is not uh caucasian to to not run into some sort of racial yeah. bigotry within their life. Sad to say. Yeah. I thought I could have coasted through, but I experienced mine pretty early. And I've ex exper I, uh, and, experienced it recently. Yeah, I've experienced it recently. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, 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 again, it's a sad reminder. We, we still have a long way to go as far as a, as a society. But I mean, again, it's just you don't want to hear these things. I mean, you, this is something you expect to hear from like the United States. But then again, yeah. one thing to hear it in Toronto, Ontario. But then, I mean, in, in my neighborhood or yeah. your neighborhood, it, I don't know. It's just very uh, distraught. For sure. 
Uh, so anyway, there are some bad people in this world, uh, but they aren't all bad. Toronto is a great city, and we won't let this one incident stop us from coming back. Well, good on you, sir. And see, we need more individuals like that. Agreed. Right? Uh, willing to turn the other cheek, if you will. Yeah. Uh, police say they have spoken with the man involved, but again, no, no charges have been laid, and the investigation is still open. So we're going to play a little bit of the video mm -hmm. in three, two, one. Here we go. Well, your breath smells like alcohol. I don't give a fuck. You don't tell me what to do in my province. Your province? No, my province. You don't ask me a fucking question. You don't ask me a fucking question here. In my fucking province. If I do something to me. If you do something to me, what? In my fucking province? Yeah, the old wow. the old racial belly bump. I got you. Got to appreciate those when he said, like, "Get out of my province!" and the thrust, the thrust the mustard. Oh, I wish they would have given him a beat down. I know. But There's you know like what? three of them there that I would have just taken him out so quick. I know. The, the out of shape. Power to them to have a restraint. Exactly. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And I mean, that looks so good on them because you know what? I think if they probably would have responded, I mean, the story could have been twisted been another bad. way. Yeah, of perhaps. Course. Of course. And the police probably may have arrested them. And charge them. You never know. Sadly enough, I but mean, again, luckily there was enough witnesses around. Exactly to really know what was going exactly down. Exactly what what would have escalated and and and, and brought it to that situation. But people would have known, as you said. So yeah, I think it was there was kids around too, which was the sad part. Right. You know what I mean? Like obviously they're trying to set an example too for the kids and not, you know, get violent, which is good on them again. Yeah. Um, Brandon says I should have pulled the wig right off the top of his head. Yeah, that that was looking like a really bad hairpiece. Yeah, man. Well, he looked like seriously, he looked pregnant. He honestly just looked like a a, a guy Fietti Donald Trump hybrid. Like it was just like, like a yeah yeah like a yeah a combo just, a combo like a, plate. A com yeah, can I get a combo plate of? Dude, uh, it was so uh, bad. <laughs> so I see. Oh my god! But the guy is, is very lucky. These guys didn't go violent. Could have ended badly for him. But man, what right does someone like this have? Of all places. I know the melting pot of Canada. I know, like, yeah, <laughs> with every race in the world. I, and that's the thing we we've said this before. Oh, it's just like bro. where you hear people in New York City and like in places. And again, in this in this instance in Toronto, dude, really bad place to be a racist because yeah, you're going to be running into a lot of different people who don't look like you. No, no, at every corner you're definitely going to run into them. Right? And this that's this tiring to me. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, <laughs> this guy was obviously a little belligerent, and um, yeah. which is you know may have accounted for some of it. But you I know. wish they would at least uh, arrested him from like maybe public intoxication if he did indeed smell like booze. Yeah, true. I mean, you could have at least done that. Yeah. Here's the thing: what was the question? He was saying, "Don't ask me a question." Yeah, I think I put it up. I asked earlier. I think because when I saw the video today, I posted up and I said, "What was the question?" I think I think it was Bowen that said he had asked. Um, Something about where they were getting the tickets. Probably something. some directions. Just something, something right? Simple, and right. then he lost his mind. Mm, uh, uh, Brandon said, uh, yeah, he didn't get charged. 
Yeah. No, he did not get charged. Again, yeah. I guess. And they were twenty minutes to get there, and then they didn't charge him. Right. Anything, just, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Overall, sad that uh, this video. I'm sad that it went viral. Yeah. In one case, but I'm not because it has to show again where we have to grow. Uh, also, sad that that this individual. I mean, no, you know what? This individual doesn't represent Canada. Doesn't re- I don't think it represents a majority of the population. No. If I should say so, uh, but again, I mean, you need these reminders to again uh, learn that we ha- we have to be more educated uh, ourselves and treat treat each treat each other a little bit better. Do it. Be nice. Just be nice, Just be man. Nice. That's yeah. easy. That's easy to do, right? It, uh, goddamn, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of swearing, yes, yeah, speaking of swearing, um, who is, has stayed rich or who? Has gone broke. Now we're going to talk about your your famous sports athletes who might have kept their money or might have not kept mm. their money after their career, after their illustrious careers. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough making millions of dollars. It's <laughs> even tougher is hanging on to the millions of dollars. Exactly. Once your career is coming to an end and the paychecks are not flowing like they used to. Mm. So here's a few people that maybe uh, uh, some of them may be a surprise, some of them maybe not. Uh, first one's Magic Johnson. <laughs> which I think is done very well. I think it's it's safe uh, to say that he's probably kept his money. As of today, Magic Johnson <laughs> Enterprises Enterprises, <laughs> which consists. <laughs> he may as well be called Magic Johnson the third. Now listen, he retired in 1996. <laughs> yes, his enterprises, which consists of Magic Johnson Theaters, yes, several credit card ventures, yes. and a partnership with Starbucks. Oh, and don't forget the uh, the baseball team. Yeah, don't and, forget the L.A. Dodgers. And, he's the president of operations. <laughs> And the Lakers. Yeah. So, or sorry, he's minority owners in the Dodgers, president of operations of the Lakers. So he's reportedly worth about a billion dollars. There you go. So nice. Yeah, Magic Johnson, he did all right after it was good. all said and done. Yeah. Someone who didn't do so all right, Mike Tyson. Pictured here. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, Mike Tyson with your picture there. Of course, yeah. all the money flashing. Mm. Of course, as you guys know, heavyweight fighter from back in the day. Yes. During his heydays, he had earned over $400 million in the course of his... And that's a lot for back in his day. That's not like today. If if he would have... I would like to know if they could get the inflation number for that. That'd be interesting. That'd be really interesting because if he made $400 million back then... Dude, my God! And if he could go, if he could, if he was in his prime now, the way he was going yeah. through opponents back then, yeah. easily close to a billion. No, oh, for sure, right? Uh, but through reckless spending, poor investments, and trusting the wrong people, they say he lost it all. Yes, he ta- he filed for bankruptcy in two thousand three, and yeah. now has been rebuilding his brand and life ever since. Sad. That's yeah. a lot of money, people. That's insane. I mean, I've heard a couple of things that he like. He had he used to have like wild parties. He used to, I mean, just take people to go buy uh, to, like new new cars. He would give away cars at his he, party. He would just give away cars. Yeah. Um, I mean, have tigers and stuff at his house. Yes. All kinds what of what in the world? Listen, but we, I mean, again, it, it, it's it. I don't think he was financially educated, and then of no. course he was surrounded by <laughs> just Don mooches. King, yeah. one one the horrible, biggest one, yeah. a horrible human being, yeah. who who, <laughs> who probably is doing all right for himself. Yeah. Uh, that the devil he is. But I mean, um, yeah, that's it's, it's unfortunate when you see these situations where I mean I guess in Mike Tyson's case he kind of came from nothing uh, fought his way to the top and then eventually lost it all but now as you said he's rebuilding his brand of course he's been in the hangover he has his own cartoon show I believe it's still running he's done Broadway he's uh, done Broadway believe it or not he's done he's he's continuing to do some other things so I mean hopefully I mean I think I think he'll be decent 
Yeah. Tough when he's that young to get that kind of money. Right. He was super young and he just, you know, like you said, came from the streets, didn't know any better. Yeah. You dump, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on a kid. It's just it's a lot to handle. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. How about George Foreman? Uh, he's doing well now. Another former boxer doing very well when he invested in the George Foreman grills. But he was broke, though. He was broke. Yeah. Uh, but he introduced in uh, the grill. Yeah. Accessory was introduced in 1994. Yes. Has made over 100 million, has 100 million units sold. He's earning an estimated over $200 million for the investment just in that product alone. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I believe he lost a lot of his money in investing into like a local gym. Oh, really? I believe. Okay. Don't quote me. You that can look it true. up on Google. I remember watching something, and that was one of, I remember that was a key point where, and I think that was another reason he came back to fighting for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I oh, think yeah, he, sure he, right. he became like the oldest person to get a heavyweight belt back yeah. And, yeah. and what have you. Uh, one more boxer here as well. Seems to be a trend here with boxers. Evander Holyfield. I don't know. Uh, Holyfield was at the top of his game. He, he was, champ. was a great fighter. Really? I actually ran into him at the airport in Atlanta like three I, years ago. I saw the picture. That was super cool. Uh, although he made about $350 million mm. as a professional boxer, former heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield had his mansion foreclosed on in 2008. In 2012, it uh, was revealed that Holyfield had somehow, had somehow squandered his fortune and was dead broke. Wow. Lost all that money as well. And he seems like a guy with his head on his shoulders. He seems like it. You know? But, I mean, you got to think. You just like, never know, man. man. You're taking a lot of punches, bro. Listen. You're taking a lot of hits in the ring. I could rattle a couple screws loose in I, there. The, most definitely. And also, I just never understood, again, maybe I won't get it until I, I have a couple million in the bank. But I just don't understand the, the point of buying a mansion. Like, let alone property tax. Like, on my <laughs> house, I think I put like, like 3000 a year or something yeah, like yeah. that. I can't imagine the property tax on a mansion. I think it's more about. Oh my God! Forget about. Like it. if you have to forget about. You have to continue. Like you, it's one thing to buy a house. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. your house is paid off, but you still have to pay like property tax and upkeep on this thing. So if you own a fourteen, fifteen bedroom house, swimming yeah. pool, da da yeah. da, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars probably every year. Oh man, more than that for right? sure. Probably, I mean, to run a household like that, you're probably you know putting in twenty, thirty, forty thousand a month, maybe. Yeah, just depending on your all your utilities, property tax. You have to have a staff. You have to have yeah. you know, lots of things, insurance, the whole thing. Well, you kind of look at like Tyrese maybe in that in situation where he was begging everybody for money. And right. It's just like man, have you maybe he he didn't think he had as much money as he he thought. You got to invest your money. Yeah. Someone who did invest their money properly, Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, right. The man. Yeah. One of the most powerful brands ever. Michael Jordan was <laughs> destined uh, for business success after his time in the NBA came to an end in 2003. Not only his Air Jordan shoes, some of the most iconic sneakers ever, but MJ is also the majority owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Yep. Recently, Forbes magazine estimated Jordan's net worth at over $1.65 billion, mm. making him the richest NBA player of all time and the third wealthiest African American on the planet. Damn. <laughs> So, oh, so MJ's doing all right. Wow. He ain't he didn't suffer for anything. Pippin, not so good. <laughs> Pippin. <laughs> Scotty Pippin, you know the uh, the uh, uh what is it? The uh, car dealerships? Not doing so good, buddy. I didn't even know he had car dealerships. Dude, he's got a bad reputation in the in the car dealership <laughs> industry. It's not good in Chicago for him. So, you know, Jordan, you could have thrown Pippin a bone. That just kind of shows you Jordan's character. 
It, I, a little I, bit it does. I heard he was an asshole. A li- well, yeah, I heard. I've heard stories that he was not a nice person. I heard some things. And I, it would be interesting. I mean, everybody scrutinizes again. Like I'm only saying LeBron because everybody compares <laughs> LeBron to Michael Jordan. But they say if Michael Jordan were to be playing in this day and age with all of the close attention with cell phones and stuff like that, right. it yeah, he would. I don't think he would be going down in history as probably. I mean, he would go down in history as one of the great basketball players. Right. But I think there would be probably a lot more uh, stuff behind the scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it, yeah. Well, it's just like every you're under a microscope every, after yeah, totally. every game in Absolutely. your life now. If you're a celebrity or, or an athlete, so yeah, I mean, no in this dope. case, if you're an asshole, people will find out about it. Yeah. Oh no, dope. There's yeah. no hiding. No. No hiding. Yeah. No hiding. Oscar De La Hoya's fortune. Yeah. De La Hoya did all right. Yeah, Golden Boy. Golden Boy? Uh, as if bringing in over $700 million from pay-per-view boxing match wasn't enough. That's a that's a lot of money to buy those panties and <laughs> women's clothing that he's easy, into. Okay, easy, sorry. easy, easy. <laughs> uh, he ended his career in the square circle in 2009, became a full-time chairman and CEO of Golden Boy Promotions, one of the most successful boxing promotions uh, on the planet. He's also a minority owner in the uh, Houston Dynamos. Yeah, in the MLS. So, uh, let me see if I can find a bad one because I think we did some good ones there. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you're preying on the the negative? I was trying to find somebody yeah, that kind of lost a lot of money. <laughs> well, we talked about Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's we probably talked the about wor- a Vander Holyfield. That's probably the worst one of all. Yeah. All right, that's good enough. Yeah, we good. You're happy now. Uh, you're I'm happy pretty- that you you have more money than these some of these people, Tony. Dude, listen, <laughs> these guys even they're broke is rich broke. This, this is true. Um, no, Brandon said is uh, no MC Hammer is not on the list, although he did. That's through some major situation, but this was only athletes. Yes, that's another guy. That man, there's so many people that blows Dude, my mind. MC man. Hammer, MC Hammer was was bad. He lost a lot. Of, he had like 50 people on his staff that were just like his homies. Yeah, and he just paid everybody. That's the thing, man. It's just like, and uh, uh, me and uh, a couple of people were talking about just pe- booking uh, artists in general. And yeah, we're just like, man, artists would get booked way more. Uh, and not even just artists. If I be just bookings in general, and if, yeah. you, if you're hosting an event and you'd like somebody to come and be a part of that event, yeah. you would get booked more if you didn't carry around seven plus people on your entourage, dude. Maybe you and your manager. That's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. But you, there's no need of you to have like ten people. That's like that's so many flights. It's so yeah. much uh, hotel. It's just yeah. so much extra money. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think a lot of people kind of sh- sell themselves short. Ultimately, in the for end, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Unless if they're a super superstar, like a Drake, or like again, like maybe like a Floyd Mayweather. And like I, I've know. booked a lot of dudes that travel with three, four, five people, and they're not superstars. Or they were superstars at one point, yeah. But they still travel with an entourage because they still think they're at that level, yeah. But you know that your paycheck goes down. Exactly. I'm not paying you big money for all your homies to come on party. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I gave you twenty dollars per diem. <laughs> That's all you get. You <laughs> yeah. get a sandwich and a smile. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a coke and a smile. Yeah, man. Depending on where you go. But yeah, MC Hammer definitely on that list, man. MC Hammer lost a lot. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, again, I'm not there. I've never. <sighs> Will, I mean, Smith, I, Will Smith's one of the big comebacks. He's another comeback story. Yeah. He had a lot of money then. Again, yeah. it was the, the homie store just paying and just <laughs> buying a lot of stuff that was unnecessary. And then he just he just focused down, I think, in like an apartment building. And uh, yeah. Dude, at one point, he owned like 21 cars when he was like 22 or something stupid. Like he just owned, like he just spent money. Like it was, and then he lost it all. It's disgusting. And then he got the break on Bel Air. Yes. And everyone laughed and they said, you're a joke. You're going to put this broke rapper yeah. on an NBC sitcom and that's, he's going to make a comeback? Now look at him. Exactly. Right? It's insane. 
Anyway, so hey, I, save your money, people. Exactly, save your money. <laughs> save your money, and uh, also we always appreciate the underdog comeback story. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning into the show. As as always, um, are we show, doing an early show tomorrow? We're, tomorrow we're going to be doing a little early show because myself and Tony have a couple events yeah. uh, going on uh, tomorrow evening, mm. um, uh, and then I have another event in the ev- later on in the evening. So evening, evening yeah, yeah, evening, evening. Yeah. So tomorrow we may do the show probably like around three or four. Uh, yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah, late or whatever. Okay. We'll we'll let you know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, follow but, us on social media. You'll know. Yes, exactly. Uh, but if you see the stream, uh, feel free to join in and say what's up. Uh, pop mm. in and uh, whatever. Say yep. say what's up. Thank you guys for joining us today. We do appreciate it. Yes, we'll be back tomorrow. Yes, and whatever you guys get up to this evening, uh, be safe. And again, we would love to see you tomorrow. Peace. We out.